It's a tale as old as time. Well, a tale as old as the 1950s at least. A band or musician releases a song that takes the world by storm, charting close to or at the top of the Billboard Hot 100, only to never have another song chart again. This, my friend, is the one-hit wonder. And on today's episode, your favorite guest host, Dixie Combs, joins me in ranking our 10 favorite one-hit wonders of all time. So come on, Eileen, dial 867-5309 and tell Mickey, Mickey, he's so fine, because this is That One Show, Season 2, Episode 19, Top 10 One-Hit Wonders. Episode 19 of Season 2 of That One Show. We are counting down our 10 favorite one-hit wonders. And joining me today is your favorite and mine, Dixie Combs. How are you today? I'm good today, Brian. You say the nicest things. Thank you. So when we decided to do this episode, I researched for about three or four days to determine how many one-hit wonders were in existence. And it's right around 300 songs stretching from the late 1950s till now. And by far the majority of the one-hit wonders are from the 1980s and 1990s. And I feel that the reason why is the advent of the music video in the early 80s and MTV. Mm -hmm. Uh, Would you agree with that? I agree with that uh, because you not only got to hear your favorite bands, but there was usually some interpretation of that song there was even lots of nonsense that had nothing to do with the song. It was just a cool video. So, uh, so now you have a visual image and your favorite music. So I, I agree with you here. Yes. And also several one hit wonders were from movie soundtracks. Mm-hmm. So I think that played a, a large part in, uh, the explosion of one hit wonders throughout the eighties and nineties. It started dying down. Uh, and it's very rare nowadays that someone actually is a one-hit wonder there's very few uh within the last three or four years and for to qualify you basically have had to have one hit and by hit i mean it has to chart in basically the top 20 of the billboard hot 100 and without further ado i'm gonna let you kick us off with your number 10 favorite one-hit wonder of all time and 
I'm on pins and needles seeing what you have picked out of the 300 <laughs> eligible songs. Well, let me let me start this off. Uh, you don't immediately get my number 10 because you mentioned over 300 songs were qualified mm -hmm. on this list. You made a playlist of all these songs, like all of them. Yep. You downloaded it onto my phone. so I, I, did, I did that to help you so <laughs> you would have a master list of eligible songs that you could scroll through and pick your 10 favorites. So for three weeks, I have just listened to it and I've been thoroughly entertained. It was It's a nice, um, I took a break from Sturgill and Tyler and David Brothers and Need to Breathe to listen and go back a little bit down memory lane. Uh, but this song, my number 10, is it came on and I totally forgot that I love that song. So when it came on, I listened to it three times in a row and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this song. I'm putting it on my list. So I stopped immediately in my run and typed uh, a note to myself to include this song because I do love it. It is called Rhythm of the Night by DeBarge. Now, there is a dance song, I believe it came out in the 90s, mm -hmm. that is also called Rhythm of the Night. Yep. I also like that song, but it did not make my top 10. Both, this one did. Both qualify, though. Yes, they are both one-hit wonders. And actually, you had to call and ask me which one I meant <laughs> whenever I gave you the name of this song. So, yes. Rhythm of the Night by DeBarge, DeBarge. is my number 10. DeBarge. Right. Let's go ahead and play that for the fine folks out there listening it's great and i will come back with my 10th pick this is dixie's 10th favorite one hit wonder of all time rhythm of the night by somebody named the barge <laughs> favorite and it is from 1992 and it is from the soundtrack to the tv show the heights by one jamie walters and it is how do you talk <laughs> to an angel now you're laughing already yes <laughs> this song has a great story it's got two great stories it, actually it does so the first story is is my main man, the station manager and uh, chief DJ at WJSN Radio, Kevin Davidson, for years has done an afternoon mixed till six radio show. And for the longest time, Dixie and I would call in the most obscure request trying to stump him. And challenge him. And he never without failed would be able to play our songs. We requested this one day thinking it would take him at least three or four minutes. 
It didn't take him five seconds I to start playing I hung up, this. and you heard the opening chords of this song. So I'm thinking Kevin Davidson had this on standby for years, just waiting for somebody to call in and request it. But you all don't understand. Like, up until this point, well, up until Brian actually got his start at the radio station, we thought that he got his music via MP3, iTunes, something like that. So he actually has to go to a physical catalog and find the CD and or then, cassette. yeah, or cassette Steel. and Brian working there, you know, like the shape of the equipment and stuff and the obstacles that they have to overcome to be able to play a song. And so for him to have it ready, Kevin, we think that you were just dying to play this song that or you're just quick as a whip. I don't know. So let, but let me say, <laughs> <laughs> let me say something about this particular song. Jamie Walters sung this song and he also uh, for about two seasons, played Ray Pruitt on the greatest teen drama of all time, Beverly Hills 90210. He was the boyfriend of Donna Martin, and he ended up being an abusive boyfriend, and he beat her up and threw her down a flight of stairs in an episode. <laughs> and that... I'm not laughing because of that situation. Yeah, you are. No, the the editing was terrible. That episode ruined Jamie Walters singing and acting career he was never on or released anything else other than being ray pruitt on 90210 and singing this particular song yeah as a matter of fact he works as an emt now wow all because he played donna martin's abusive boyfriend that that was the power of beverly hills 90210 in the early to mid 90s over teen audiences mainly girls i might have been the only straight male to ever love that show but i unapologetically love it i have watched every episode numerous times mm -hmm. it is so great but yes and my my chuckling there has nothing to do with um uh domestic violence anything like that it is not a light subject but the actors that they had to show that to portray donna martin rolling down the steps we discovered later just upon a little bit of inspection there that it's actually a full-grown man with a beer gut and a wig and it doesn't look the first thing like donna martin so you have this big dramatic episode and we all hate this guy but he actually pushed a grown man down the steps not Donna Martin. So anyway, that's why I was chuckling. All right, enough talking about 90210 and Donna <laughs> Martin, who did graduate, by she the way. She did graduate. <laughs> uh, here is Jamie Walters, a.k.a. The Heights, with my 10th favorite one-hit wonder of all time, How Do You Talk to an Angel? In my mind, I know her face by heart. Heaven and earth are moving in my soul. I don't know where to start. Tell me, tell me the words to define the way I feel about.
Listing our 10 favorite one-hit wonders of all time. Dixie, what is your number nine? I almost didn't pick this because we just come away from Halloween season. And this was actually played on one of your shows not too long ago. And this one is by Rockwell and the, the pop king himself, Michael Jackson. Somebody's watching me. And... I love this song. I always thought growing up that it was Rockwell trying to sound like Michael Jackson. I never knew Michael Jackson was actually on this album. And uh, of course, I was like eight, but still. Um, so I thought it was Rockwell. And I said, oh, he's trying to sound like Michael Jackson, but I still love the song. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know you played it the last couple episodes, but I you did. care to play it again for us. No, I will, but I'll... Uh... If anybody didn't listen to the Halloween episode, Dixie's 100% correct. Rockwell's real name is uh, Kennedy William Gordy, and his dad is Barry Gordy, who at the time throughout the 70s, 80s, actually starting in the late 60s, was one of, if not the most powerful men in the music industry. He owned and operated Motown Records, so he kind of forced Michael Jackson's hand to be a guest on his son's uh, single here. So it would be a hit, and it's literally the only hit that Rockwell ever released. And I have to give out a shout-out to one of mine and yours' favorite amusement park rides here at Dixie, the Mystic Timbers at Kings Island. Uh, This song is often featured at the end of that ride. Don't go into the barn. And uh, it's very, very cool. So go ahead and introduce this, and we'll play it for the folks. This is Rockwell featuring Michael Jackson, or Michael Jackson is just on there, right? He's not featured? He's not. Yeah, he's he's just on there. uh, Pardon my, uh, yeah, (laughs) let me correct this. Michael Jackson and Rockwell, somebody's watching me. How's that? Good enough. Rockwell, he has been played on two out of the last three episodes of this show. What were the odds? Wow. It is now time for my ninth favorite one-hit wonder of all time. It is from April of 2000, 22 years ago. Absolutely, parentheses, story of a girl by a band called Nine Days. I heard that live. Yes, you did. I did not. (laughs) Uh, How many of the artists today on your list have you saw live? Is this the only one? 
Yes. All right. I have only seen one of mine live as well, but I haven't gotten to them yet. Oh, okay. But back to Nine Days. Absolutely story of the girl. It hit number two on the Billboard charts back in 2000 when it was released. And it, to me, is a perfect pop rock song, I guess. Uh, it's very catchy, like a lot of one-hit wonders are. There's very few one-hit wonders that are a downer of songs. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. Most of them are like, at least melody-wise, happy-go-lucky. Yeah. Uh, and it was actually re- recently used a couple different ways in my favorite film of this year so far. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. They actually use lines from this song in the dialogue, and it plays in the movie. Well, you saying well like you didn't watch this movie with me? I did, but I didn't pay attention to this. We even part. we even discussed it. Oh, yeah. you were the first to point it out that they were quoting this song. Oh, you sorry. That was like remember. two weeks ago. I only remember what I have to to survive. That's oh, it. Oh my god! But I'm looking at the date. You said April 2000. I probably saw them in like October of 2000. Yeah. So they were they were at their peak, I they guess. They were at their peak and then playing at Morehead State University. That was their peak. Wow. Wow, those poor guys. Wow. And, uh, that's, <laughs> that's funny. But anyway, here is my nice favorite one-hit wonder. Nine days with absolutely story of a girl. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. And while she looked so sad in photographs, I absolutely love her. When she smiles How many days in the year She woke up with hope But she only found tears And I can be so insincere Making her promises never for real As long as she stands there waiting Wearing the holes in the soles of her shoes How many days disappear When you look in the mirror It's the height of your shoes Your clothes never wear as well the next day All right, Dixie, don't keep everyone waiting. Just get right on into your ace favorite one-hit wonder of all time. Okay, let me just quote a line from it. I'm drug-free, so put the crack up. (laughs) (laughs) This was a song that had to have come out during the push for the war on drugs, right? So uh, this is Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. And the video is, we were talking about videos. He was good looking in that video, that's for sure. He's still good looking. He is still good looking. Well, he's drug free. Yeah, he put the crack up. <laughs> but that, I just love this song. Oh, I remember being little and dancing my legs off to this. So, so it's Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Obviously, Mark Wahlberg, who's went on to be a a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk a little bit. You just quoted the line. But uh, this this song has a bunch of great, great, great lines. It does. So <laughs> I want to quote a couple more. The <clears throat> Marky Mark, I'm here to move you. Rhythms will groove you. And I'm here to prove you that we can party on the positive side and pump positive vibes. So come along for the ride, making you feel the rhythm is my occupation. 
So feel, feel the vibration. vibration. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, and it is a positive song. <laughs> it, it was so manufactured. Who wrote that? The songwriters are as follow. Amor Shakur, Dan Hartman, Donald Rock Wahlberg, yep, his right. brother, and mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg. Yep. So I had four That's why writers. they weren't a boy band, right? Remember? Because yeah. they actually have writing credits. Yes, yes. we Yes. My body is healthy. It rhymes make me healthy. And the Funky Bunch helps me to bring you a show with no intoxication. Come on. Feel, feel the, the vibration. vibration. <laughs> Here he is, Marky Mark. And the Funky Bunch with Dixie's eighth favorite, one-hit wonder of all time, a fantastic choice. Good vibrations. Good vibrations. And it's not the Beach Boys song. No. Yo, it's about that time to break forth the rhythm and the rhyme. I'm going to get mine, so get yours. I want to see sweat coming out your pores. On the house, tip the sound, swinging this. Strictly hip-hop, boy, I ain't singing this. Bringing this to the entire nation. Black, white, red, brown, feel the vibration. Come on, come on. Marky Mark with his funky bunch with Dixie's eighth favorite one hit wonder. Good vibration. And it is now time for my eighth pick. It is from 1992. It is the four non blondes with What's Up. What's going on? uh, Sorry, I'm still singing it in He Man's voice. This was a big hit back in 92 at the explosion of grunge. It's not really a grunge album. It did reach number 14 on the Billboard charts. And I have two, a couple things that I want to talk about. Actually, three real quick things before I play this song. First is, if and y'all ain't never watched He-Man sing it, you need to just go, go to YouTube, YouTube and type in He-Man. And What's then put up? hey, 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 hey. And it is fantastic. It is one of my favorite YouTube videos of all time. It has like over 3 million views. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we are a million of uh, those. I'm, I'm at least 500,000. Yes. And John Thompson's probably the other 500,000. Yep. <laughs> uh, and uh, we have a personal connection to this song. Uh, we, uh, a group of us, when we were in college, went hiking to the top of Lakiji Mountain. Anybody that went Moorhead State knows what I'm referring to there. And we were holding hands for the first time, and all of us were singing this song, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I, I concur. Oh, yes. Almighty. I was just listening I was to you being tell all the story. Sen- I was being all sentimental. And, you said, right? Yeah. And, 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 and all you got to add the situation is, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was listening to the story. I didn't know I was participating in the story. Well, the story involved you. Well, I'm just going to sit back and let you explain it. <laughs> But anyway, Linda Perry was the chief songwriter, and 
lead singer of Four Non Blondes, and even though she herself and this band never had another hit, she has written songs for many artists that end up being hits, such as Just a Few, Weezer, Adele, Miley Cyrus, Alicia Keys, Christina Aguilera, Celine Dion, Dixie Chicks, and James, James Blunt, Blunt, who we may or may not talk about later. Well, hold on. You didn't you didn't tell him the rest of the story. I'm sorry I interrupted you by not participating. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but when we held hands for the first time, okay, guys, get your puke buckets ready because oh, this Jesus. is sappy. I was going to leave that part so out. So when we held hands for the first time up on Lakeji Rock, two, not one, but two shooting stars went by. And that was the first and only time I've ever seen shooting stars. We got to see two that night. I guess it was a meteor shower, but I just thought that was very sweet and special. And you totally let that out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Anyway, here is my eighth favorite. Jeez. What's going uh, on? The one hit wonder of all time. The four non-blondes with What's Up. Twenty-five years, I'm a lot feel still Trying to get up that great big hill of hope For a destination I realized quickly when I knew I should That the world was made up of this brotherhood of man For whatever that means Into a crisis Hopefully everybody has dried their tears from hearing that sweet and sentimental story about you and I from well over 20 years ago holding hands and wishing on shooting stars while singing the four non-blondes. Let's get right into your number seven favorite one-hit wonder of all time. What is it, Dixie? Number seven for me is California by Phantom Planet. Yes. The the show, that is a song that was the intro for the OC. Yes. And the first season of that show is stinking awesome. Yes. Absolutely love it. Yes. And this intro, every time it would come on, we'd get ready to watch a new episode. We'd nod our heads yes. to it. It's so an awesome song. Let's talk about because I earlier I said Beverly Hills 90210 was the greatest teen drama of all time, and it is. However, the greatest season, singular season in teen drama history, I will always say is the very first season of the OC. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they just could not sustain that excellence in future seasons. It actually got better after, like... Marissa died? Right before it went off. Oh, it definitely got better after she died. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but, like, it was, couple, it was a couple seasons in when we started to like it again, and then they ended it. Yeah. But 
And the last was, season was awesome. Yeah, I remember it was one of the first seasons we binge-watched, and this was pre-high-speed internet and pre-streaming, but we bought the complete first season on DVD yep. and blew through it in like two days. It was awesome. Uh, it's a great, great show. and This I, is a great intro. I, I do love this song. It is by Phantom Planet. And go ahead and introduce it to us, and we'll play it for our listeners. This is California. We've been on the run, driving in the sun, looking out for number one. California, here we come, right back where we started from. Well, hustlers, grab your guns, your shadow weighs a ton Driving down the 101 California, here we come Right back where we started from California Nothing's gonna stop me now California, here we come Right back where we started from A pedal to the floor, thinking of the war Gotta get us to the show California, here we come Right back where we started from California Okay, at number seven I have a song from 2003 it hit number one in England and number nine here in the United States. It is from a band called The Darkness from their album, their debut album, Permission to Land, I Believe in a Thing Called Love. Such a great album. And back, and this was basically right before they stopped making and playing music videos. And the music video for this is awesome. It shows the band on a spaceship fighting different various monsters and aliens in a very cheesy manner. And it has nothing to do with the song whatsoever. No, it was like a fever dream the first time yes. I ever saw this. Well, I heard the song, too. Yes. Like it was super late at night, and I was like, am I awake or am I dreaming this video yeah. up? And it's it's true. It actually does exist, and it's a really good song and an album I could personally listen to front to back without skipping a single song. Absolutely. And they didn't have any other hits off of this album they or any other albums. They poured it all albums. into this one. Um uh, but it is a fantastic song and a fantastic album. One maybe a lot of people listening have never heard. So if you haven't ever heard. They will rock your socks off. The Darkness. Here they are with I Believe in a Thing Called Love. My number seven favorite one hit wonder of all time. Touching you 
blowing through this list like yes, the darkness blew through cocaine and yes that's one of the reasons why they never had another hit they had a lot of issues they need to put the crack up <laughs> they should have took old donnie marky mark's advice yes. they should have put the crack up stay drug free yep they might have had more than one hit yep so we are to your number six favorite one hit wonder of all time the last pick from you before we get into the top five Okay. What is your sixth favorite one-hit wonder of all time? This is super random, but I really love the song There's Gotta Be by Stacy. I think it's Orico or Orico. Um, it came out in the early 2000s. It, it's great. I absolutely love it. And I'm not the only person that loves it. There's at least one more person. I remember we're working at JCPenney. Somebody changed the station on the music that played over the store. That would be me. And the song, this song came on, and I was like, oh, I love this song. And a fellow that we worked with, his name was Kenny. He was like, I really like this song, too. And so we just stood there and listened to it while it played. And I really like the song. It's never played on the radio. I actually just have to depend on my playlist. What song? It. What's the name of this song? There's Gotta Be. All right. Keep talking for a second. Oh, I'm I'm done, though. Yeah, I know. By Stacy Orico. Are you going what are you doing? What are you looking at? Yeah, up? I was just yeah, it's number of writers. I was just wondering if this was even a hit. It or, was on your list. It was on your Oh, okay. On All your right. 300 list. I cannot name another list that she's ever or another hit that she's ever had. Well, no, I was just wondering if it was a <laughs> Now hit. is not the time, okay? <laughs> You've already done the research. It is on my list. So yeah, it got up to number five on the Billboard charts. See, I number, I'm, I'm just not familiar with this song at all. And number six in my heart. Number number five on the charts, number six in your heart. This is, go ahead and introduce it because I have no idea what this is. <laughs> There's Gotta Be by Stacey Orico. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have got it all, but I feel so deprived. I go up, I come down, and I'm emptier inside. Tell me what is this thing that I feel like I'm missing and why can't I let it go? There's gotta be more to life than chasing down every temporary high to satisfy me. Here is my last pick before we get into our top five one-hit wonders, a song that I love but just barely did not make my top five. It is from back in 1997 from a band called Chumba Woomba or Chumba Woomba. I honestly, God, don't know how to pronounce it. And it is called tub thumping and it is from their album tub thumper so there is a lot of alliteration with them chumba woomba tub thumping tub thumper it hit number two in the uk number six in the u.s and it is one of the most catchy songs 
of all time. It is a 100% earworm that it's one of those songs that's so simple in melody, scope, and lyrics that you can start singing along with the very first time you hear it. Mm-hmm. Dixie, I know you're a big fan of this song as well. And actually, I would have put it on my list if you hadn't like told me what your list was going to be. And it's no fun whenever like you're like, hey, this is on my list. and we may talk about it later. And I'm like, oh, it's on my list, but we talked about it earlier. So it's no fun. So I intentionally left this one off my list. Uh, for that very reason, but it's really an anthem, and I think people, when it comes on in a bar, everybody's got their drinks up, and they are singing along to this song, slurring, slurring their words, and singing about pissing the night away. Yes, do you know what that is? Uh, that's wasting That's wasting the day, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Like, pissing something away uh, in English slang is basically what we would say, just wasting away. Yeah, being sorry. Just, yeah. just not doing anything of consequence or importance in a given day or night. And it's a fun way to say it. Yes. So here is my number six. And, it, and let me say that when I put out the question on social media and asked people their favorite one-hit wonder, this was a very, very popular response. Stacy Orco was not. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> here is my sixth favorite. One hit wonder of all time from 1997, Chumbawamba with Tub Thumping. We have ranked our six through ten favorite one-hit wonders of all time. Here just in a moment, we will start cracking open the seal to our five favorite one-hit wonders of all time. But before that, we will take a very brief break to run an ad and make a little money. Okay, it is now time for the cream of the crop, our five favorite one-hit wonders of all time. Dixie, what do you have for us as your fifth favorite one-hit wonder? I know you can't wait to rip this one apart, (laughs) but I love this song, okay? People that ride in the car with me, they know, even my coworkers, when they've been in the car with me and this song happens to come on, everybody better quit talking and we better all sing along to this song. I'm not lying. It is You're Beautiful by James Blunt. It, it speaks to my heart, and I know you hate it, and you're looking up something right now, 
But just keep in mind, this guy was a, a, a in the guard of the UK National Guard. Whatever, I don't know about their army, but he he's a veteran. So be nice, not for the United States, but still. Yeah. All right. Let's hear it. No, I hate this song. <laughs> I mean, I, I despise it. I think it is one of the handful of worst songs ever written. <laughs> the video's even worse. It's just oh, nasty ass, pale looking James Blunt stripping down on a thing of snow. I wish- Which is actually, I actually watched behind the music on this, and yeah. hey, it's actually a really hot day. That's not even snow; it's like ashes. Yeah, well, but it's supposed to be snow. It's 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 actually tears of everybody crying <laughs> and has to hear this shit. That's what it is. Oh goodness, I knew that was coming. <laughs> but I love this song. You'll never change my mind on it. I, I and you keep saying that that's what Michael Scott sings the sample of on the Apple Music back in the day when he and Holly break up on the Office. Yes, yeah. but it's actually the goodbye, my love. Who sings that? James Blunt. Ah. But that's not actually a hit, so he made your list. Yeah, he, he Hush, qualifies. Don't start. But, <laughs> but yeah, that is not actually... Uh, Can I just say that somebody by the name of Amanda Ghost wrote this song? And I'm willing to bet that that's not even her real name. They ain't nobody got the last name of Ghost. I'm venturing to say that whoever wrote this is so ashamed of it, they didn't even use a real damn a name. Because he sees a girl, instantly falls in love, and he's like, oh, but wait. We can't get together because you're with somebody else and they're just passing by. They just meet for a second. Yeah. <laughs> it's deep. She took one look at his ugly ass and got out, got out Ryan. of Ryan. He is ugly. <laughs> and why does he have to pull off naked in the video? He's pa- I am pale. He is paler than me somehow. They are alluding to him taking off his shoes and jumping over a cliff, okay? I wish you had them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, just play the song for us, please. Well, yeah, introduce it. You're Beautiful on. by James Blunt is awesome. My life is brilliant. My love is pure. I saw an angel Of that I'm sure She smiled at me on the subway She was with another man But I won't lose them Sleep on that Cause I've got a plan You're beautiful You're beautiful You're beautiful It's true I saw your in a crowded place And I don't know what to do Cause I'll never be with you At number five my fifth favorite one-hit wonder of all time is from 1983 from a band called Nina out of Germany, 99 Red Balloons. And they have a, a an English version mm-hmm. and a German version called 99 Luft Balloons. I absolutely love this song. And it's a great song. It tells a fictional story that, and this goes back to me saying that hardly no one actually listens to the words. But listen to the words of this song, the English version, if you don't speak German. And it is about 99 red balloons getting released uh, in Germany. And some fighter jets who is doing a, who are all out doing a training exercise for the military spot them and think that they are UFOs and begin firing on them. 
Well, that leads to the neighboring countries thinking that the Germans are invading them, so they disperse their fighter jets, and basically a World War III breaks out all over 99 red balloons. That's a lot of balloons. That's that's a red flag right there. That's a Well, they're red balloons. balloons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who? Who has 99? Those things are expensive. Who's got that much helium? Come on. Well, I guess Nina did. Well, that's a good little story, but still. I'd I'd freak out at 99 red balloons also. That's a lot. Yes. That's more than like ups. I wonder if that inspired uh, Stephen King using a red balloon for Pennywise and hit it off. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, what do you do? You like this song? I love this song. It's great. And it's another one of those songs that I knew was on your list. And. I figured we'd talk about it, but we couldn't talk about it twice. So uh, I'm right. glad it's on your list. Well, I wish to, from now on, I'm not going to tell you my list. I tell you that all the time. Do not tell me. But I kind of need you to know. Well, I, I definitely need to know yours ahead of time yeah. so I can edit. But maybe you actually quit using that as an excuse for picking horrible songs like Beautiful. Oh, hush. No, I will still <laughs> pick horrible songs. You can guarantee it. Here he is. Nina, my fifth favorite. One hit wonder of all time with 99 Red Balloons. have four songs left dixie what do you have at number four on your top 10 one hit wonders countdown list this um song that i have for number four is ghetto superstar it is by pros 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 but that's not it you also get the ODB in there, and you have Maya. Maya. Yep, so you have Old Dirty Bastard and Maya featured on this song, and it is such a good song. And let me tell the folks here listening that you, <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why, being the music man that you are, like this song come on. No, no, Islands in the Stream came on. And so I to the song, I was singing the, the lyrics to Ghetto Superstar on the chorus, and Brian's like, why are you doing that? And I was like, um, because this is Islands in the Stream. They're totally sampling that melody and everything. Like, this is Island in the Stream. And he's like, no, it's not. 
So we had to play it and then play it again for him. So he realized that, yes, indeed, it does fit, except for the rapping part, just the chorus. The rapping part's terrible, but the chorus does it. It's enough to, to, for it to make number four. Yeah, I'm glad you picked this song. I almost did. And it's one of my favorite rap songs of all time. And I guess because self-consciously uh, I like Islands in the Stream. And, uh, and <laughs> Now that you know they're semi-related. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, but it is, it's a fantastic song. Yeah. And uh, we almost, both of us almost picked uh, an ODB song on our list, but then we yes. determined it wasn't quite eligible because he had more than one hit. Yes, but we sure like to sing it when we win. Say hey. Say <laughs> we, hey. We, together as a family, we'll play Crazy Eights on our phones. <laughs> and so if anybody wins, with the exception of Natalie, Natalie does not sing it. So it's family, Brian and I, saying, baby, I got your money. Don't you worry. Yes. It's awesome. But uh, anyway, enough of that. Go yeah. ahead and introduce this. Your number four top one-hit wonder of all time. Number four is Ghetto Superstar by Praz. At number four for me, my tenth favorite one hit wonder of all time is Teenage Dirtbag by Wheatus from back in 2000. And before I get into talking about specifically why I like this song, Dixie, do you know what the Mandela effect is? No. So the Mandela effect is a theory that a, a lot of people will actually misremember something totally or partially, and it is named the Mandela effect because after Nelson Mandela a lot of people thought he died when he was very much still alive. Oh, okay. And in my mind, I always remembered this song from high school, mm -hmm. specifically me and my best friend at the time, and my, still my best friend, John Thompson, listening to it while playing video games in his basement. But it was actually released after I graduated uh, high school, so I wow. cannot explain that. What kind of stuff were y'all doing in that basement? That was, It's 100% the Mandela effect. Huh. But I, I do love this song. Maybe you dream. Maybe maybe you and John should make this happen. You all should. We get definitely in the we definitely listen to this in his basement. I know that for a fact. But apparently, it was during the summer when we were both on 
break from college. Gotcha. But for in my mind's eye, it was there in our high school years. Oh, okay. Not uh, too much time passed. Which then. is appropriate because this is a song about high school, specifically a nerd, a teenage dirtbag, wanting to ask a girl out whose boyfriend is a dick. And he, well, it's in the song. I'm not just saying dick for the heck of it. It's actually, and you had a, to say it twice. It's actually you. a quote, but the, that's my favorite actual verse in the entire song. Her boyfriend's a dick. He brings a gun to school. He'd simply kick my ass if he knew the truth. He lives on a block and drives an IROC, and he doesn't know who I am, and he doesn't give a damn about me. And then they literally play the sound effect of someone peeling out and burning rubber. Yes. Now, I can assure you that that exact same situation happened all the time on a daily basis when I was in high school. The boyfriends of the girls who I was attracted to at the time would go around and some of them in IROC, other ones in other What's various What's IROC? It is a sports car. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh that was very popular. I at the always time. thought he was saying he drives and I rock. No, he drives like, a he was IROC. Playing a rock song. And My they, bad. <laughs> they were definitely peeling out and just being as this song calls them dicks. Gotcha. And here he is at my number four one hit wonder of all time, Weedus with Teenage Dirtbag. We've got three songs left. Let's do this. We're really getting into the best of the best now. What do you have at number three? Well, you may disagree that this is the best of the best, but this is my (laughs) number three best, and it is Let Her Go by Passenger. And that is a good song. You're nodding your head. No, it's good. Okay, good. But yes, it really is a good song. Uh, Made really popular because of what, the Budweiser commercial? I think so. It was at the Super Clydesdale. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yes, it was a Super Bowl commercial. Yep. And it's such a sweet little song. It's really a heartbreaking little song. I didn't look up to see if they actually wrote the song or not. But they were a legit talking. band, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Ryan will look it up. This is what he does during movies. Uh, we'll say, hey, I think I know that person. Well, Brian's already got his phone out looking up that person. So, And then he tells us to put our phones away. Anyway, I'm just killing time until he looks up to see who the... Um, okay, number one passenger is actually just one dude. 
and oh. he, and he did write it. Well, his name is Michael David Rosenberg. I thought he had a band with him. It's just no? him. Oh well, he has the smeariest little voice, and it's so pitiful. And I just I would have thought that he would have had more hits, but this was such a a big hit, and they still play it on the radio. Yep. And I I just really like it. It's a very sweet song. I I really like this pick. Here is Dixie's third favorite one hit wonder of all time, Passenger with Let Her Go. Well, you only need the light when it's burning low Only miss the sun when it starts to snow Only know you love her when you let her go Only know you've been high when you're feeling low Only hate the road when you're missing home Only know you love her when you let her go And you let her go Staring at the bottom of your glass Hoping one day you'll make a dream last But dreams come slow and they go so fast You see it when you close your eyes Maybe one day you'll understand why Everything you touch surely dies But you only need the light when it's burning low Only miss the sun when it starts to snow Only know you love her when you let her go Okay, at number three, I have a song from 1992. It hit number one on the Billboard charts. It is Blind Melon with No Rain. Such a good video. Yes, it's got the little girl dressed in the B-Girl. And that actually inspired years later the Pearl Jam song, Mm B-Girl, which is a very, very deep cut. As a matter of fact, it never even appeared on any of their albums. It only appeared on a compilation of unreleased deep tracks and b-sides and whatnot and i think that's the first time i've said deep cut it is hey lee think if you're listening go ahead and drink and um this unlike most of if not all the other songs we've talked about today was a one-hit wonder because Mm -hmm. under very tragic circumstances i really feel had the lead singer of this band shannon hood not overdosed uh, after this song was released, that this band would have had more hits than this. I it, think so, too. It was much too good of a song, and to be frank with you, much too good of an album for them to never have had another hit. And I know that's kind of a downer here towards the end of the show, but uh, I had to mention that. And uh, I love this video. I love this song. Uh, for our younger listeners, yes, there was once a thing, uh, music videos, not just a 30-second clip of somebody doing some kind of nonsense on TikTok to a song uh, to make these songs come to the listening public. Yep. Here is my number three one-hit wonder of all time from back in 1992, Blind Melon with No Rain.
Okay, Dixie, you've got two songs left. What is your second favorite one-hit wonder of all time? Oh, wait, you can't see me out there, but I'm putting on my sunglasses because I do, in fact, wear my sunglasses at night. I think that the only person in the entire world that wears sunglasses more often than you is Bono. Yep, I think that's right, yeah. Yes. And he's famous, so he can get away with it. Well, he actually has glaucoma. And he has to. Gotcha. So what's your excuse? I don't know. I just figured he was too cool. But no, I, I don't have. No, he has very sensitive eyes. I do not have. I have very sensitive eyes. I just don't have glaucoma. Yeah. But anyways, I've got my glasses on right now. I love this song. The intro is awesome. When it comes on, you just know it, that intro sets up that song. And it's awesome. It's just a silly song. Uh, who and sings I really this song? Like Corey Hart. Corey Hart. Yep. Corey Hart. I, I do too love this song. It's been used in a bazillion movies and TV shows, which a lot of one-hit wonders are, by the way. Obviously, yeah. the people have never had another hit. I think that's what makes it a hit. So they will license them out to any and everything willing to pony up a little bit of money. And to this day, folks still make money off these songs. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So here is Corey Hart with Dixie's second favorite one-hit wonder of all time, Sunglasses at Night. Sunglasses at night So I can, so I can Watch you weave then breathe Your story And I wear my sunglasses at night So I can, so I can Keep track of the visions in my To my second favorite one-hit wonder of all time, it is from 1982 from a band called Modern English, and it is I Met With You. It peaked at number seven on the Billboard charts back in 1982. It is a song that makes me want to dance, and there are very few songs that make me want to dance, and thankfully for the public, that is the case because I am a horrible dancer. He really is. I'm I have one move. I have one move. And it, that's just it's terrible. And that's just to kind of just turn around in a circle while I move my arms. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. He can't dance. But, but that's uh, okay. This is a really good song. It absolutely is. And we were just talking about how sunglasses are not along with a lot of one hit wonders are used in a lot of media, TV shows and movies. Specifically, I remember this song from the first season of Stranger Things. Yep. And Stranger Things throughout all of the seasons use music uh, wonderfully to enhance different scenes. And uh, I just, you know, not to reiterate, but I, this is a song that I love. Uh, Modern English from 1982 with my second favorite one-hit wonder of all time. I melt with you. 
have one song left but real quickly as we previously stated we had almost 300 songs to choose from mm -hmm. i had a very difficult time narrowing my list down i had a probably 25 or 30 i could have picked uh, was was, this, was that the same for you no i i would literally just shuffle through the music and be like oh i really love this and then I made my my list. Now I had to take some off. I had a list of well, about was, sixteen songs. Okay. I, well, I was trying to set it up so we could each give one honorable mention before we get into our number one. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I've got an honorable mention. All right. What's that? Uh, you should just ask that straight up. It's uh, Lullaby. I don't even know his name because I took him off my list. <laughs> what? <laughs> I even said, "Hey, I'm deleting my honorable mention." You still ask me about it. His name's Sean Mullins. Oh, Sean Mullins. Yes, yes. I just remember his blonde face on the album cover. But Lullaby, yeah. I really love that song. And when it comes on, like we, I, I sit there and just wait and wait for the chorus because the verses are terrible. His voice is not that good, but the chorus just—it's awesome. It's like an anthem. You can just sing it. Yep. Uh, I like that song. It was uh, it was not honorable mention for me, but uh, it was on, you know, the three hundred eligible songs. It, it was definitely there. Uh, yes. My honorable mention would be "Come On Eileen" by Dexy's Midnight Runners. It literally—and I'll be honest with you—the only reason why I didn't put it at number ten, and I put. Uh, how do you talk to an angel is so I could talk about Kevin yep. Davidson and talk about Beverly Hills 90210. Yes. But shout out to KD. But anyway, I want to get you on this show, Kevin. Yes, Kevin. I'm going to ask you and you're going to say yes. Uh, Dixie, without further ado, oh. what is your numero uno number one favorite one hit wonder of all time? And why is it your favorite? Just thinking about the couple notes going into this song i immediately just start bobbing my head it's awesome it is no diggity by blackstreet featuring dr dre yep and this this song was made even more awesome when it came on in the car and natalie starts singing every word to it i didn't even know that she knew this song and i was like whoa natalie what's up and that even uh, that's why it's at number one because I liked it before and knowing that Natalie took it upon herself, I'm pretty sure it was because of the movie Pitch Perfect, but that's beside uh, the point. Yeah, yeah. Um. So she sings every word to this song and it's awesome. Yes, it's a great choice, a great pick, one of the greatest one-hit wonders of all time. Introduce it and we will play it for our folks listening. This is No Diggity by Blackstreet with Dr. Dre. Honey's like a magnet, giving them orgasms with my mellow accent. Still moving this flavor with the homies Blackstreet and Teddy, the original rough shakers. Shutting it down, good lord. Baby got them open all over town. Strictly bitch, you don't play around. Cover much grounds, got game by the town. Getting paid is a forte, each and every day. True play away. I can't get her out of my mind. Wow. I think about the girl all the time. Wow, wow. Need 
side to the west side, pushing fat rides, it's no surprise. Oh, she got tricks in the stash, stacking up the cash fast when it comes to the gas. By no means average, it's on when she's got to have it. Baby, you're a perfect 10, I wanna get in, can I get down so I can I like the way you work it, no diggity. I got to bag it up. Bag it up. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to bag it up. Bag it up. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to bag it up. Bag it up. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to bag it up. All right. Before I announce my number one and talk about it, thank you once again, Dixie, for joining the show. It's been fun as always. Thank you. Uh, you are by far the listeners out there's favorite guest that I have on the show. That's why you've been on it more than any other person. That's what it says in the Jackson Times voice. So yeah, yeah, and it's it, on it, record. Yeah, and what she's referring to, folks, is we have a local paper here called the Times Voice that comes out one day a week. And to tell you uh, how desperate they are sometimes for content, they put me on the front page. This Lance, week. Lance did such a wonderful he did. job. Lance Turner. Yes. Uh, a friend of mine that goes back to my radio days. He did a fabulous job with uh, the article. I will say that I had someone text me and ask me why they chose a picture of me to run with the article that makes me look like a serial killer. I don't think so, really. <laughs> and, uh, funny. Uh, she's but... spot on. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was, and it's actually the one of the fastest selling. Um... It's the fastest selling edition of the times voice in their hundred plus year history all copies sold out in an hour yesterday yes. and, and it, i'll take credit for that it, it was not brian there was like a sex scandal there is a, that, yeah, there is a sex scandal that came out and, on the baseball coach yeah, and stuff but i'll so, take credit for yeah, it. yeah so we're gonna say brian was front and center so you had on one side uh what so, somebody, somebody stealing cigarettes on the other side you had the sex scandal and then you have brian right in the middle with his podcast and it's awesome and it's color that good job brian good job lance yeah thank you once again lance for uh for doing that article brother anyway we're here today talking about our 10 favorite one hit wonders dixie mentioned earlier that she had saw nine days in concert mm -hmm. and i mentioned i had one artist on my list that i have seen live and this is that artist from back in 1998 it reached number 11 on the billboard hot 100 by a band called the New Radicals. You get what you give. And Dixie hates this song for some reason, even though it's right in her wheelhouse. Uh, they do name check a bunch of different people. Courtney Love, Marilyn Manson, Hanson, who once again did not make a list of ours, Dixie. They did not because we kind of still talked about them in depth. <laughs> yes, and they also, for some reason, name check. FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who has nothing to do with Hanson, Courtney Love, or Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Now, they actually broke up almost immediately after the release of this song, but before that, I got to see them at Moorhead State University wow. at their peak, wow. opening for the Goo Goo Dolls. Wow. And uh, before I love this song. 
it, I don't know. I can't honestly tell you why, because in all honesty and be fair, it's probably not a great song. It's not. But I don't know why I have always liked it. It's a really bad attempt at the glottal stop. And I only know what a glottal stop is because of music history at MSU. Yeah. Uh, Buddy Holly did the glottal stop. These guys cannot do the glottal stop. But let me tell a quick story about this song before I go on. They did break up and never ever reunited up until just a couple years ago. And Joe Biden, the current president, uh, he had a son named Bo who died of terminal cancer. A very long and brutal illness led to his death. And Joe Biden uh, wrote in his memoirs that often in the hospital, he and Bo and the family would listen to this song as a rallying cry. And the, the members of the band heard that and reunited for the first time in 20 years and played this song at Joe Biden's inauguration. Very good. And it, I'm sure some people were listening probably will get pissed off because they don't like Joe Biden, but I do not care. I thought that was a pretty cool story. That is a really cool story. Once again, folks... Thank you so much for your support and listening. Thank you once again to Dixie Combs, the You're best welcome. guest host in the galaxy, until <laughs> Kevin Davison finally comes on. Yes, and then it's you, Kevin. Here is my number one favorite one-hit wonder of all time, closing out today's episode of that one show. Here are new radicals with You Get What You Give. One Show with Brian Combs is brought to you by Thatcher Barbecue Company and is written, produced, and recorded by me, Brian Combs. You can look me up on social media, on Twitter at That One Show BC, on Instagram at That One Show with Brian Combs, on Facebook at That One Show Podcast, and on Patreon 
at that one show. So go follow us along on any of those sites and please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, whichever you prefer. And finally, if you are enjoying this show, I ask from the bottom of my heart that you recommend it to at least one other person with whom you feel would enjoy it as well. Until next time, this has been That One Show with Brian Combs.